Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Courtesy of your friends across the pond, Boxing247.com. And, of course, I was over here at Talk and Fight. We're going to start off with a quick result out of Cancun. Um, going up uh, against each other, we had ooh, uh, a Nicaraguan versus a Mexican. In the main event, WBC Youth Silver Champion David El General Cuellar, who's 21-0 with 14 knockouts of Quintero, Mexico, knocked out Ricardo Big Bam Biondan, 15-5 and 9 knockouts out of Managua, Nicaragua, in the fifth round of the Schedule 10 rounder. Congratulations to Mr. Cuellar. Elsewhere, we saw uh, Nikita Solonan, who defeated Arun Antil over in Moscow, Russia. Back to place on the weekend as well. Uh, last week, Russia's Nikita Solonin captured the World Boxing Association Asian Light Heavyweight Crown with a first-round knockout over India's Arun Antol. Uh, that was on, oh, actually last Wednesday over in Moscow. The 29-year-old Solonin was determined to finish the fight early and cornered Antil to win fast in the Russian capital and take the vacant regional belt of the Pioneer Organization. As you know, elsewhere, the big fights, Yubank Bank Jr. versus uh, Williams and Shields over Kozen. Here are the full boxer results over at uh, Cardiff, Wales at the Motor Point Arena. Uh, years of rivalry in a river of bad blood carried Chris Eubank Jr. and Liam Williams into the grudge match in Cardiff. But in the event, the, fl- the favor flowed almost entirely one way once the fight got started. Eubank managed to knock Williams down in an astounding fourth time during the fight, a statistic made all the more remarkable given that Williams is notoriously gritty and not a fighter given to being put down easily. Even more surprisingly, three of the knockdowns came in the first four rounds, with Williams still fresh and the volume of traded blows a mere fraction of what they would be by the time the final bell sounded. The secret was Eubank's left hand. A stiff jab, almost a lead cross, put Williams down in the first round, dropping him when he came surging forward, looking to put the pressure on. A left hook delivered the same service in the same circumstances a round later. Williams was immediately back on his feet, times and immediately back into the fray. But Eubank Jr. was in total control of the pace and distance of the fight. Moving backwards and allowing Williams to hold center, Eubank left his rival's punching falling short again and again. When Williams would press forward to close the distance, Eubank would have counters waiting for him. Tensions were high between the pair throughout. There was a lot of jostling and butting in the circles, in the clinches. And at the end of the third, Eubank landed a hard right hand after the bell had gone, raising those tensions still further. Williams had more success in the third round and carried that momentum into the fourth, only to take yet another stiff left, which uh, scored a knockdown. Despite the setback, he was able to come on strongly in the following rounds and seized advantage at times as Eubank seemed to tire. For the next five rounds, Williams had the best successes of the fight with Eubank on his back foot and throwing less than he had in the preceding four rounds. Going into the, uh, into the body paid dividends for Williams repeatedly and Eubank looked to have felt more than one of those thudding blow body blows. Notice Bay from Eubank though as he showboated and gurned his way around the ring mocking Williams and taunting him while staying frustratingly out of reach. As one spirit exchange ended round six Eubank ended with a little pat on the behind for Williams as if congratulating the efforts of a schoolboy footballer. With Eubank playing defensive in the middle portion of the fight Williams went looking for the knockdowns he needed. There were nowhere to be found, though. Eubank had a superb uppercut counter waiting for Williams' more enthusiastic forward ventures, though he did get caught himself with some solid one-two uh, and right-hand efforts. 
His successes came undone in the 11th round, though, as he took yet another blow, this time a right hand, which put him down for a count. With the fight now completely out of Williams' reach, unless he scored a clean knockout, Eubank spent the final round playing and showboating, giving Williams no chance of landing anything solid. The result was inevitable. A unanimous decision win for Eubank on every card. Congratulations to Chris Eubank Jr. Elsewhere, we saw on that same card, Clarissa Shields defeat Emma Cozen. Clarissa Shields retained her collection of world titles and claimed her greatest woman of all time status when she outclassed challenger Emma Cozen over 10 rounds, coming very close to stopping the fight at times. Machine gunning flurries of straights and then hitting the body with hooks, Shield was punishing Cozen through the fight. Cozen was hurt several times but hung in there, despite Shields increasingly going for broke in search of the stoppage. I thought there were plenty of moments where the referee should have stopped it, Shields said. I gave myself an A-. minus. The only thing I didn't do was get the damn knockout. Well, congratulations to those fighters. Let's move on. Over to another uh, fight that was pretty uh, pretty awesome on the weekend. Keith Thurman defeated Mario Barrios. And Santa Cruz dominated Carjabal in, uh, in LA. Full results here. At the Michelob Ultra Arena at Mandalay Bay Resort Casino in Las Vegas, USA, former unified welterweight champion. Keith one-time Thurman is back. Thurman proved he is still an elite welterweight, winning a 12-round unanimous decision over former super lightweight world champion Mario El Azteca Barrios in the main event of Fox Sports PBC pay-per-view event Saturday, as I said, from the Michelob Ultra Arena at Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Elsewhere on that card, in super featherweight main, co-main event, four-division world champion Leo El Tramoto Santa Cruz delivered another vintage performance, overcoming adversity to win a 10-round unanimous decision over Keenan Bedo Carbajal. Elsewhere, uh, we also saw a rising super welt sensation, Jesus Mono Ramos, who's 18-0 with 15 knockouts, deliver a spectacular performance in the biggest fight of his career. The 20-year-old Ramos remained undefeated by knocking out dangerous veteran Vladimir Hernandez, who's now 13-5 with six knockouts at 2 minutes 21 seconds of the sixth round. In the opener, former two-division world champion Luis Pantera Neri dropped Carlos Castro in the first round on his way to a 10-round split decision in a tactical battle between the super bantamweights. And preceding the uh, pay-per-view event, uh, saw Luke Santamaria, who's 13-2-1, with seven knockouts, overcome a stiff challenge from Abel Ramos, who's now 27-5-2 with 21 knockouts, to win a 10-round unanimous decision in their welterweight encounter. And in the super lightweight division, contender Omar Nares, who's 13-1 with five knockouts, won a hard-fought 10-round split decision over Ryan Cowboy Carl. Elsewhere, we see that Jesse Rodriguez was victorious over Carlos Cuadros. And here's uh, the Phoenix results. This fight took place at the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona. This past weekend, 5th of February, yes, Jesse Rodriguez put a clinical display on to win the WBC World Super Flyweight title against Carlos Cuadras at the Footprint Center in Phoenix. Rodriguez, who's undefeated, now 15-0 with 10 knockouts, lived up to his promise that he had many pundits calling him the young fighter to watch in 2022 and entered his first ever world title fight against former ruler Quadras, who's 39-5-1 with 27 knockouts as a replacement for the unwell Sishkat Sor Ringsaval. Bam showed no signs of task being too great despite moving up two weights 
for his first world title battle and indeed scheduled uh, 12-round action, proved the point in the third round with a peach of an uppercut, which floored Quadras in the third round. The Mexican was looking to regain his title that he held in 2014-2016. Uh, Rodriguez, honest uh, with his experience and power, but the 22-year-old showed dazzling footwork and unique angles to consistently clip Quadras and stop, uh, stepped on the gas to drive his victory home in the end. Taking the win, 117, 110, 117, 110, 115, 112 on the cards and become the youngest world ruler and the firstborn in the 2000s. Elsewhere, Jamie Clampett continues her comeback against Kim Wapat, and that's taking place on February 19th at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island. Hurricane season's arriving early in New England this year as four-time world champion and living legend. Jamie Hurricane Clampett continues her comeback at the Crown Plaza in Rhode Island and the main event of a CES Boxing 2022 season opener. The 45-year-old Clampett, who's 22-5-2 with seven knockouts and a war resident faces Kim Wabak, who's 4-1-2 out of Revere, Massachusetts in the sixth round main event of Road Wars, a new fight series launched by CES in 2022 and hosted exclusively at the Crown Plaza. In addition to the Clampett-Warbeck main event, Road Wars features several other intriguing all-new England matchups, including a six-round co-main event showdown between undefeated Providence, Rhode Island super welterweight Lamont Powell, who's 5-0, and Mitch Lewis-Charles, who's 6-2-2, out of Quebec, who now lives and trains in Boston in the bantamweight division, MMA fighter turned boxer Daniel Cormier, who's 1-0, out of East Providence, faces Christian Andrade, who's 1-0, out of Fairhaven, Massachusetts, in a four-round bout. Elsewhere, we see that Eric Bazanian is headlining against Ronaldo Panagua in Montreal on March 3rd. I Have the Tiger continues its 10th anniversary series at the Casino de Montreal with a long-awaited reunion of Eric Bazanian, who's 26-0-0 with 20 knockouts, contender for the world title. BZO will confront Ronaldo Panaga, who's 17-1-0, 16 knockouts in the main event in a championship fight with the NABF super middleweight title at stake. Stephen Bang Bang Butler, uh, who's now 28-3-1 and one with 24 knockouts, will relaunch his career back home in Quebec against Hector Manuel Zapata, who's 23-0 and 0 with six knockouts. And also featured on this card will be prospect Christopher Guerrero, Haza Kazap, Martin Vallas-Bizant, and Jean-Guidre Francois. Ah, on March 19th in Dubai, Oh, Shaki Foster faces Mohamed Hayuga Yazbakov. The latest bout to be added to the Pro Bellum Evolution cards. He's WBC Silver Super Featherweight champion. Oh, Shaki Foster faces Mohamed Kaju Yakubov, holder of the WBC International Super Featherweight title and the WBC Super Featherweight World Title Eliminator. Pro Bellum's first event. Pro Bellum's first event of 2022 takes place over the course of two successive nights at the Dubai duty-free tennis stadium on March 18th and 19th with highly anticipated matches such as Sonny Edwards, 17-0, with four knockouts versus Mohamed Vassim, who's 12-1 with eight knockouts, and Regis Progress, who's 21-1, no, sorry, 26-1 with 22 knockouts versus Tyrone McKenna, who's 22-2-1 with sockouts, <laughs> with six knockouts already confirmed. And for the last story of the day, we see unbeaten Pierre Hubert de Combe, uh, de Combe, de Bom, unbeaten Pierre Herbert de Bom signs with Lee Baxter Promotions. 
After conquering the European ranks and French boxing scene in two different weight classes, Pierre Herbert de Baume is ready to go global. The light heavyweight contender has signed an agreement with top Canadian promotion outlet, Lee Baxter Promotions, and is expected to make his debut under the banner March 13th at an event broadcast by Fight Zone. De Baume, who's 20-0-1 with 10 knockouts, won the French super middleweight title in 2016 and followed it up with a move up in weight to 175, where he won a national gold in 2017. He would vacate that title, which would next be won by current lightweight heavyweight contender and Olympic medalist Mathieu Bandelique in 2019. He won the UBU uh, European Union light heavyweight title with a victory over then-champion Sergei Demchenko. The 30-year-old now has his sights set on world ranking of his own and the opportunity to test himself against international opposition. Said De Baum, I'm very happy to be signed with Lee Baxter and to start working with Lee right away. Working with Lee will make a big impact in my career as I step on my level of opposition and go after world-class fighters. Congratulations to him and uh, Lee Baxter, and we look forward to hearing more news uh, about his career moving forward. Thank you very much for joining me once again on Talk and Fight. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. And we'll see you at 4 o'clock with Mike Gore at 4 for Knuckle Up.